Hi guys! Today we're going to be discussing my emotional rock bottom experience that I had recently. My name is Zainab and I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to Empowering Motherless Daughters where we get to change, grow, and heal. This episode is my final episode for season one. I am so grateful. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. And this final episode should have been back in June. But guys, I have to tell you, I was in a car accident. I had to be out of work for a little bit. And um, I had, of course, the emotional rock bottom emotional breakdown emotional breakthrough that I'm going to discuss with you today so first I want to say please no judgment I just want you to take out if you have a judging hat right now can you please take that hat and throw it out the window just throw it out the window okay because it was bad it was really really bad But first, before I get into it, I want to tell you to subscribe. If this is your first time, please subscribe. That would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to other people that get to see. Because when people rate and subscribe to this podcast, it becomes more accessible to others. So please rate, like, comment, share. Let me know what you're thinking, how you're feeling. I I will truly appreciate it. If you're able to share this episode or other episodes with your friends, your family, someone that you think is in need of it. So let's get into it. Oh my gosh, don't judge me. But anyway, first let me define what is an emotional rock bottom. An emotional rock bottom is when you are left feeling hopelessness. Yes. You are at the bottom and you can't sink anymore. You literally cannot go any lower than where you are. A state of absolute misery and ratchetness. Yes, that is what I had. Ratchetness. I don't know about the misery, but maybe I had that too. You're at your lowest. And while I was at my lowest, emotionally, I was not aware that I was at my lowest but I was triggered that, and that triggered sent me over the edge. So I was feeling lost, confused, and I felt, I felt paralyzed. I felt like I could not make a decision. I could not think. My life felt like it was in shambles. I'm just being honest with you, okay? I felt, ugh, it was awful. As I was researching about this whole emotional rock bottom or breakthrough or breakdown, I found out that you have to hit rock bottom before you can be able to make a change. Now, my question to you is, do you agree with this? I think it is somewhat true, 
But if I have to get this low for me to make a decision, I, I, I don't know if I will be able to make a decision because I cannot get this low ever again in my life. Never, ever, ever. And from the Urban Dictionary, I found out that emotional rock bottom based on the urbans <laughs> is when you feel you've had enough. How many of you agree? When you get to a point where you you know you've had I've, I'm done, I've had it. But the difference here is you've had enough but you are mad enough to scream yet you're also sad enough to cry. And that is where I was. I was so angry. I was sad. I was upset. But I was also crying. I was also feeling lost. I was feeling confused. I couldn't stand myself. A lot of people don't know that. You know, I'm very private. The only time I literally talk about my life is when I do this show. A lot of people that are close to me don't even know what I go through on a day-to-day basis because I really, I don't call anybody. I don't, I don't, I don't, I try not to vent because I did that and it didn't really work out for me. So I just keep to myself and mind my business. So this emotional rock bottom has taught me a few things. But first, let me tell you what caused the emotional rock bottom. I was betrayed and violated by a friend. And what made me so angry was because what she did was something she apologized for before. And she did it again. So when she did it a second time, I felt like she intended to do it. She meant it. I felt hurt, betrayed, and violated by her. And I could not type the F word fast enough. I could not yell loud enough. I could not scream loud enough. I did not use appropriate words. I was so angry. I was fuming. It was like a fire was lit in the inside of me, but it was a negative fire. It wasn't a fire of positivity because I was consumed with anger for two days. I didn't eat. I barely slept. I was that angry. And this is why I never want to get to that point ever again in my life. This That was my first experience with any human being that I got that angry ever in my life. So, well, let me correct myself outside of my husband because I have been angry at him. But, you know, that's different. But like a friend or a co-worker or a family member... A lot of times, people think I don't even talk too much. People say I don't talk a lot. That's because a lot of times I ignore stuff. When people do things to me, I ignore it. I try to be the better person. I try to step above. I try, I try, I try. But it seems like sometimes 
people dismiss your kindness and assume you to be weak. And I didn't appreciate that. After all of the craziness that I had with her, a part of me went in a mode to apologize. I wanted to apologize to her, her family, because of how I behaved. And then I had a moment to reflect. And then luckily, my therapist called me. And I went in for a session. I had a conversation about it. And from that, I realized, what am I apologizing for? I was violated for the second time. And my body literally could not take it anymore. Mentally, emotionally, I had no space to save that information. I had no way to keep it. My body was totally rejecting the thought of me dismissing that behavior. Now, I could have handled the behavior a different way. Absolutely, I could have. I could have done a different, I could have done it. I could have used my words in a good way and still addressed my concerns without me having to curse, yell, scream, all that nonsense. I could have done better, but I didn't. At the time, I did not have the tools. So from that experience, I have learned a couple of things. From hitting an emotional rock bottom, I have learned that I am powerful. I am powerful in a sense, I get to decide who comes into my life, who comes into my world and stays in my world. The reason why I say this is because I have never wanted to be friends with this girl, but I discounted my intuition and went along being friends with her. And every time I interacted with her, a part of me would say, why am I in her space? Or why am I allowing her to be in my space? I kept dismissing it, dismissing it, dismissing it. And finally, the universe stepped in and made the decision for me based on her actions. Because if she, if she had not done what she did, and she and I did not have that level of interaction, that negative, absolutely horrific interaction that she and I had, I would not have been able to walk away from the friendship. And why I struggled to walk away from the friendship was because we had mutual friends. So I thought that it was wrong for me to not want to be friends with her because we had mutual friends. But the truth of the matter is, if those mutual friends cannot understand, then they're not for me as well. Because I, I, I just can't. You have to understand and respect my decision. She's not healthy for me. And I'm sure she thinks the same for me. She, she thinks the same when it comes to me. So we're not healthy for each other. Why should we be in each other's space? That is not okay. So... I have learned that I get to invite people in my world and I get to keep them or I can say this is not working out. You got to go. That's my first thing. My second thing that I learned is 
I have to stop settling. I have made a decision to never settle for other people as well as myself. Sometimes I I just tell myself all kinds of like I make excuses for people in my head all the time. And I thought I was doing things the right way. And I would, like I said, I would ignore and dismiss me. And then try to tell myself, oh, well, they don't mean it that way. Well, everybody loves them. Well, they're a good person. Not because someone is a good person to other people mean that they are a good for me. Or they are a good person for me. Or they're going to be a good friend to me. Or they're going to be for me. No. We all don't click. And that is okay. That is my number two. Number three, what I have learned from hitting an emotional rock bottom is I no longer have to meditate on negativity or hold on to my negative experiences as if they are treasure. Like they're like I used to hold on to it like it's a treasure. If somebody hurt me, somebody rejected me, somebody dismissed me, or whatever the case may be, I will hold on to it like it was a gift. When really, sometimes we are all going through our problems. Sometimes people don't mean to hurt us. See, there I go making excuses. It's like a natural thing for me. Anyway. It doesn't matter. Either way, is I don't have to hold on to it for my health. My health. I don't have to hold on to anything negative that someone did to me. Because that person may not even remember or don't even care. And I'm holding on to that level of toxicity. I'm dumping in. So I'm taking people's issues, personalizing them, and dumping them into my body, creating toxicity in my body I am not going to do that anymore I'm not going to hold on to anyone's issues problems and make it my own I refuse I have the power to just let it go and choose something else choose to think differently choose to to take care of myself I I just can't from hidden rock bottom My emotional rock bottom, what I have learned, number four, is that I got an opportunity to examine all of my behaviors and my actions and how I lacked tools to be better. So I just got an opportunity to just take a moment of silence and just evaluate myself some of the decisions I've made, some of my actions, like what got me to that point? How did I get here? How did I get to this point where emotionally I'm all effed up? I am in bed for two days. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I am consumed with anger because I feel violated at the time. That's not okay. That is two days wasted. That I'm never going to get back. So I had to examine myself to say, well, how did I get here? What can I do differently so I don't get back to this point? That is number four. Number five, 
What I have learned from hitting an emotional rock bottom is that I realized that I wasn't where I thought I was. I thought that mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I had elevated because I would dismiss stuff, I would ignore stuff, I'll try to take the the higher road. You know, Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. Sometimes, listen, sometimes you gotta meet people where they are and you have to address things, but using your words, not using your voice, because you can raise your voice and not say anything. So I want to use my words without screaming, without yelling, without cursing. And so I, I, I learned that. And I'm like, you know, spiritually, I'm not as namaste as I thought I was. You know, so I went through intense therapy. I started doing yoga because I just need to heal. You know, I need to heal. I let go of a friend and that chapter is closed. I have accepted it and I feel peace. But also sometimes I am disappointed in myself because of how I behave. So I need to have that radical acceptance of that moment, heal from it, and move on. And I dived into therapy as always, but I tried something different this time. I tried energy therapy, which is a 50-50, you know. It's, um, sometimes it's good, sometimes I'm just like, what am I doing? So I'm still learning about the whole energy thing, okay? So number six, what I have learned from hitting an emotional rock bottom is I gained humility and compassion for myself and others. The day that I lose humility, compassion, and empathy, oh my gosh, I'd rather die because I will be a very cold human being. I want my humility, compassion, and empathy cup to be so full to the point that it spills over to others. I am a nurse. Healing is at the core of me. And naturally, I love to help people. I love to make people happy to the best of my abilities. I want people to be the best version of themselves the way that they want to. But as long as it promotes healing, I'm okay with that. So I never want to lose those things because I love that about me. Number seven, what I have learned from hitting an emotional rock bottom is this. I have to let go. And what I mean by that is, I just let go of everything. And my attitude is like, fuck it. And the reason why I say that is because I used to want to fix everything, do everything. And sometimes you don't really know, but when you try to do that, it's almost like you are 
manipulating and trying to control situations. And I said, you know what? I can't do it anymore. It's exhausting. I don't feel like it. I cannot do it. So I am letting go of everything because nothing is working anymore. Nothing that I have been doing, my way, my this, it's not working. So guess what? I'm letting go. I am at the rock bottom. So the only place I can go right now is up. So I am open to learn to go up. That's all I can do. Because everything I knew and I thought I did and all that is not, mm -mm, no, that ain't working. That is not working. So now I am open to the universe. What I have learned from hitting rock bottom number eight is I am filled with gratitude. For my car accident, I could have died. Oh my gosh, when I tell you guys, I went into oncoming traffic on a highway. I could have died. I'm getting like chills right now because I can remember the moment I put my head down and I'm like, God, I'm about to die because I saw the cars coming. I can remember that, and oh gosh, I'm grateful that I'm here. And yes, a couple of weeks later, I had the emotional rock bottom, but through that, from that accident and having the emotional rock bottom, I have nothing but gratitude because. I could have died, but and I didn't. And my final lesson from hitting rock, an emotional rock bottom is I decided to create a maintenance plan. This is called an emotional maintenance plan. And I learned this from going to see Miss Iyanla Van Zandt in um, Bethesda, Maryland. I went to see her and she did a little thing and she talked about having an emotional maintenance plan. And I said, you know what? When I go home, I am going to do the same. So a couple of things on my emotional maintenance plan. The first thing is a daily prayer. That is what works for me. Second thing is meditation. The third thing is I do periodically emotional check-ins throughout the day. I have to check in on me to see how I'm doing. And I, I, I just, I can't dismiss my feelings anymore. I can't make excuses for other people. And I also cannot hold on to other people's crap. Personalize it. Put a bow on it and keep it like it's a treasure. No. I refuse. It's not healthy for me. I also learned um, that the type of foods that I eat affects me emotionally. So I am aware of the foods that I eat and certain foods I don't eat. That is a part of my emotional plan because there's certain foods that I eat. If I eat too sugary, 
certain foods, I'm telling you, I eat it and I'm just like all kinds of messed up. I'm lethargic. Oh my gosh, exhausted. Then I am I, I get sleepy. Mm-mm. When I'm tired, I can't make decisions. So and I can't make good decisions, let me clarify. So because of that, I am aware of the foods that I eat. I'm trying to eat, as people say, um, what is it? Eat to leave. Eat to leave. No, or not live to eat. Eat to leave and not live to eat. Yes. I'm trying to eat so that I can increase my quality of life. And it is hard, honey. But I'm trying every day. I think I'm probably about 50% of like a lot of healthy stuff I'm incorporating into my diet. I also do journaling. I journal. Whenever I can, I journal, daily reflect, daily evaluation. And I have a little note card. It's a four by four. And I have it in my wallet. And on that, when I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling upset, I take out that card. I look at it to remind myself where I want to go, what I want to do, what woman I want to be. Because I cannot run a company without emotional intelligence. It's impossible to do that. Because I'm either going to scare off my employees. I mean, I'm not going to have anyone working for me. They're going to think I'm crazy. I can't have that. So, I I want to be a certain woman. And the journey is not easy. It's, it's a challenging one for me. But I am committed to change. I'm com- committed to bettering myself. Because I know I can do it. So being aware of my behavior, what I don't like, what I like, what I could change, is probably the first step for me. And the second step is having an emotional maintenance plan. On my card, I have, think about this. This is only temporary. You are enough. Don't worry about what people say. That stuff doesn't matter. Focus on your vision. Focus on your goal. This stuff is not going to matter tomorrow. You got this. Take control of your emotions. So these are just a couple of things on my maintenance plan. I don't know about you, but I want to encourage you to create your own. Create your own to increase the quality of your life. Don't do it for me, baby. Do it for you. Because you deserve that. I am chasing peace in my life. I want nothing but peace. I want peace and I want to help people as much as I can. I want to help people heal. I'm not even sure exactly how I'm going to do it, but I know I'm going to do it. I want to help people be the best versions of themselves. But I have to be that. And I'm telling you from experience, you can do it. 
whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, be patient with yourself. Oh my gosh. Give yourself some time. Because remember, I thought I was in this like spiritual inclined, elevated level. Ooh, honey, I found out I am not. And that's okay. Because the most important thing is, I know that I'm not. So now I got to figure out how to be. Thank you for listening. This is the final episode for season one. Thank you guys so much for your support, for your love, for your patience. You have no idea how grateful I am. I am truly sorry about the gap that we had in between from the last episode to the final episode. But I, I mean, I was sick. I was sick physically, mentally. I was truly sick and I could not do as much as I wanted to. But I thank God for today that I am able to. Please like, share, comment. I want to know what you think. I want to know how you are doing. If you need me to call you, if you need us to chat, I am available. Okay? You are not alone. You are not alone in this journey. You can always DM me. You can always call. You can like what? email me. I just don't want you to give up on yourself. Please do not. Whatever you have done in the past is the past. Now is the future. Let me now focus on now, the present, and the future. Because you have a little bit of control in that. That's the past. It's all gone. No one is going to hurt you now. I promise you. No one is going to hurt you now. Focus on you. You are powerful. You got this. Until next time. Oh, be so good. Be so kind. Be so loving. And be so gentle with yourself. <laughs>